Greetings and welcome back to the Transform podcast. Uh, it is Tuesday, 21 December 2021, and I'm your host, Christopher Anastasio, and welcome to episode 20. Um, can't believe we've done 20 episodes already, but uh, here we are with just a few days left in the year. We're on episode 20. Uh, based on the number of recording days left, we'll be at episode 23 when 2021 closes out. So uh, kind of exciting to, to move into the next uh, the next rung on the ladder, um, and glad that you've been along for the ride with us. Um, today's episode, we're going to talk about Instagram captions, okay? So that's going to be kind of the focus today. A little bit granular, uh, not going to spend a ton of time on it, but what we want to try to do on this episode, guys, is give you some ideas, give you some thoughts, some strategies and tactics to make the most of that real estate that appears below your Instagram posts, now, if you're not using Instagram, obviously you can kind of tune out of this episode or you can bail out of it. But I would say that without even knowing you or your business, it's, it's, it, you'd be hard-pressed to, to say why you're not on Instagram. Okay, so, so again, you know, it's not necessarily one-size-fits-all, but I would say that in most cases, there is a strong case to be made that you uh, establish a presence on Instagram. Now, you can, you can be very technical about that. You can tie it all the way back to, hey, you need a Facebook business page because you want to run Facebook ads, for example, or you just want to kind of set up shop there because it's the longest kind of running platform in terms of uh, how long it's been around and how long it's been accumulating users. So if you're going to be on Facebook, well, Facebook owns Instagram, and you might as well sort of cross-populate the two platforms. So in a very practical manner, that would be the case I would make for you being on Instagram, but it's usually going to be for more reasons than that, right? That's maybe like a cornerstone reason or, or a, you know, a basic reason to be there uh, because you might as well, quote unquote, be there. But I think that there's a lot you can accomplish on Instagram, a lot of delivery methods for content, you know, from the, the traditional news feed, where you can switch things up with, you know, single posts or carousels or video clips. Uh, to the stories feature, which is just getting more and more robust for the everyday user, especially now that you can sort of include links in your stories, you know, things of that nature. Um, to Reels, Instagram Reels is, is really producing a lot of organic reach for uh, businesses and individuals trying to catch up to TikTok. So a lot of possibilities. Plus, you can run ads on Instagram, okay? Obviously, you know, you have your Facebook account, your business page. You can run ads both on the Facebook and Instagram platforms. So... So a lot to be said there about using Instagram. Now, going down a layer here into the whole discussion about captions. Okay, so let's say I've convinced you to turn, turn your attention to Instagram if you're not already there, or let's say you are there. Okay, so now let's talk about how to use that real estate below the post. Okay, so first off, guys, I would just kind of lead off by saying don't waste the space, right? I see a lot of Instagram posts where it's, you know, it's a one-word caption that really has nothing to do with the post, in essence. Um, you know, hashtags aren't being used properly, or maybe the, whole, maybe the whole caption is just hashtags. It's, you know, if you're posting casually to Instagram, you're using it for fun, fine. But if you're using it for your business, and you're, and you're taking every single post and trying to maximize and squeeze the juice out of every post and piece of content you have, you've got to learn how to use the captions properly. And you have to learn to use them effectively uh, to, to, to just optimize every single bit of traction you can get out of each post. Now, the main thing I would say, a couple thoughts on not wasting the space. 
the main thing I would say is get your value proposition into your caption. Okay, so whatever, you know, maybe from a macro standpoint with your, with your whole business or for that specific post and whatever's in it, make sure you're putting a value proposition forward. What makes you different? What makes you, you know, attractive to a customer? Why would a customer consider buying from you? Now, it doesn't have to be salesy. I'm not saying, you know, push a sale on somebody with every post that you make, but just make sure that you're hitting on some aspect of your value proposition. If, if you're the, the cleanest, the fastest, the cheapest, the smartest, the, you know, the, uh, the easiest, what, whatever your thing is or combination of things, try to find ways to weave that into your posts. Uh, again, you don't have to hit people over the head with it. Maybe once in a while you hit them over the head with it. But you want to make sure that there's a thread running through your posts where you're making sure to articulate um, that value proposition. Now, you know, it, it, I guess as an extension of that, I would say use the space to inform and educate your audience, right? Inform them about product benefits. Inform them about product features. Um, educate them about what your service can do for them. How, how does it make their life easier? How does it make their life simpler? How does it make their life better? Those types of things. So do not be afraid to be descriptive in your caption. I mean, don't be afraid to put some real text in there and, you know, you know, use your line breaks to kind of, you know, break up the space a little bit, have a little bit of white space in there so it's easy to read and they cascade down the caption. But, you know, don't shy away from some length and we'll get into how long is too long here in a moment in terms of the number of characters you can use and so forth. But uh, definitely, definitely, definitely make use of the space to help your customer come away smarter about your brand, smarter and more informed about your product or service than they were before they got there. Okay? So that's kind of an extension of the value proposition. The other thing I would say, guys, is, and, and, and this is actually a little known fact. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this. In fact, maybe there's a chance it's not accurate, but I have seen it in a few places is that when you, let's say you have a long caption. Well, it means if somebody stops and reads that caption, they're sitting there looking at your post for a while, right? I mean, because, you know, they couldn't just scroll past it. I mean, they couldn't read one word and keep going. They had to keep reading all the text you put there, right? So when you do that, you essentially lock their eyeballs on your account for a longer period of time than, let's say, the average account. Or let's say if you just put one word and they scrolled right past you. So when you do that, when you get users to stare at your account for a longer than average amount of time, guess what? That improves your engagement score, and I'm using that term loosely, uh, kind of using it as my own vernacular here, but you, you improve from the Instagram algorithm's perspective your, your reach, your, your ability to hold the attention of the user. And of course, Instagram wants to hold the attention of its users. It does not want its users going over to TikTok. It doesn't want its users going over to Snapchat. It wants its users to stay on the Instagram platform. And so to do that, it wants people to create content that is engaging and gripping. So of course, having a longer caption that's going to keep somebody there is only a good thing from an algorithmic perspective. Okay, now if we hear anything different from that, if I hear anything about that not being the case or they change that or whatever, of course, we would be sure to inform you guys. All right, let's move on. So that's kind of, I mean, honestly, guys, that's the meat of the podcast right there. Like, like knowing that you should use this space and how you can use it, you know, from being informative to being, to, to putting your sales pitch in there, to your value proposition, to communicating your mission and your vision and your goals for the company that include the customer 
you know, that affect the customer. Um, that's really the podcast. I mean, that's what you need to take away from this and, and feel inspired to do. Now, what I want to do is use the rest of the time to just kind of inform you guys a little bit about captions and how you can approach them uh, and what some of the limits are. So from a techie perspective, you get 2,200 characters. Now, 2,200 characters is pretty good. I mean, that, that's a pretty solid amount of um, text that you can get in there for a social media post like this. Okay, you know, if the average word is five or so characters, well, you're going to get, uh, what's that, 400 words in there, I think, something like that. I don't know if my math is good or not, but let's, now it's killing me. So 2,200 divided by about five. Yeah, you get about 400 words in there, okay, which, you know, 400 plus, 400 to 500 words, that's a solid, you know, couple paragraphs or so, I would say, in, let's say, Microsoft Word. So anyway, that's your limit in terms of characters. Now, when, when, when your post comes up and the text appears below it, you'll, you'll notice it always gets truncated, and that truncated truncated point is the 125 um, the 125 character mark okay so when you basically get to um, when you get to 125 characters you're going to be in a position where the text will trail off and uh, the person has to click you know has to click through to see the rest of it okay so yeah 125 characters is not a lot that's you know a handful or so of words you know something like that um, you know, 10, 10 to 20 words, I guess, depending on how long they are. Okay, now the other thing that you got to uh, keep in mind from a numbers perspective or metric perspective is the number of hashtags. So you get 30 hashtags per post. And, you know, I've, I've read a lot of studies on this, guys, and, you know, like, well, how many hashtags is ideal? And is it actually 30? Is it actually one? What is it? The latest round of data that I looked at, that I've analyzed, is somewhere between 20 and 30 is the best. Now, what's interesting is that uh, in the data I saw that there was actually more engagement on about 20 caption, I mean, um, hashtags versus 30. But there are others who will say that you're going to run into that say, look, if you get 30, use 30. It's just 10 more times than 20 to have somebody discover you based on their search criteria, based on the hashtag they're searching. So, you know, in, in this sense, guys, I would say this is more art than science, it, or, it, or it gets to a point where it's more art than science. And I would say, look, you know, use the amount that makes sense to you and try different amounts. You may find that for your audience, you know, five hashtags is enough, or that, you know, getting 30 out there is always better, that you always end up with more followers and likes and so forth because of that, okay? So the other thing I was going to say about hashtags, guys, another debate that you can kind of try both sides of for your purposes is some people say put the, put the hashtags inside the post and others say create the post, post it, and then put the hashtags in the first comment. Now, I've, I've played with both guys. For, first of all, from an artistic standpoint, I like putting the hashtags in the comments. Okay, so you have a post. The post goes up. It's clean. There are no hashtags in it but then the very first comment has the hashtags. But you're going to hear other people say, no, it all needs to be together. It's more effective if it's together. So I think, again, that's for your own taste. I mean, try it out, see where you're getting the engagement, see where you're getting the response, and then you can decide what you want to do with that. Okay, guys, so we, we covered why it's important to use the captions and, and the type of content that you probably want to work in there. Talked a little bit, a bit about the technical parameters. Let's just hit a couple miscellaneous items here. Um, 
You know, another thing you can do, guys, and we kind of covered this a little bit back in episode three, I believe it was. Uh, I'm sorry, no, it wasn't three. It was, I want to be exact here, eight. In episode eight, we talked about the art of trend jacking. That, that came out on November 9th. Um, and trend jacking, I mean, I'm not going to go over the whole thing again, but one of the things we were talking about, you know, that I, that I covered in that episode was that... Um, when you have a chance to tie your content, your brand, into something that's popular in culture, and it makes sense, you can, you can sort of reveal some relevance between the two. It's not like a total kludging of two ideas. If you can weave them together somehow, some way, then, then try to do that. Try to work a pop culture you know, hashtag or reference or some kind of, of, um, of a callback in there that can create sort of a clever effect for your brand and your content. And I think one of the examples I covered in the trend jacking episode was, uh, at least for anybody who follows National Football League, especially here in the United States, uh, if you go back to like the 2013 Super Bowl, I think it was, uh, power outage, all the lights went out in the stadium, the game was delayed for a while, and Oreo cookies took advantage of that and said something like, you know, our cookies, you can dip our cookies in the dark. Or something like that. I'm not getting it exactly right. But they used literally a live ongoing situation that they knew everybody was watching because everybody here watches the Super Bowl when it comes on uh, if for no other reason than to watch the commercials. And they jumped on that bandwagon on their social media channels and created this clever little campaign. So when I say pop culture tie-ins, look for relevance, look for opportunities to make sense. If they don't, don't, don't force it. Don't just do it to do it. Okay. So that's one thing to think about there. Um, let's come back over to hashtags for a second, something I left out. Um, when you create your hashtags, let's say you're like, okay, Chris, I'm going to do 20 hashtags. I'm going to play around with 20. Look at sort of evenly dividing up or, or, or properly distributing what those hashtags are theme-wise for your content, for your post. So for example, you may have, if you're going to go 20, you may have, let's say, five that are brand-related, you know, that have, like, the name of your company or the company slogan or the name of the company plus the name of the product, whatever. Five on brand, five that are, let's say, seasonal. And by seasonal, like, you know, you could mean the weather or it could be, you know, something to do with, like, the holidays, for example. Like, here we are on December 21st, so you might have something to do with uh, the Christmas holiday or, or um, you know, as you came into December earlier in the month, Hanukkah or whatever. Okay, the point is you can tie in seasonal goings-on uh, both calendar-wise and weather-wise and so forth uh, into your hashtag strategy. Uh, think about, you know, do another five on location. You know, if, if, especially if you have like a brick-and-mortar business or you want to encourage clients to stop by your business or to, or to consider using your business because of proximity, uh, you can tie in some location hashtags. You know, New York, New York. Uh, you know, um, Brooklyn, New York. I mean, whatever. You guys get the point. But you can work, you work those type of hashtags in and, um, and kind of create a certain buzz around where you're located, okay? And then lastly, you can also just do interest-based stuff. So if you're selling a product, uh, you know, let's say, you know, home goods, you know, let's say, I don't know, power tools, for example, you can put in things like, you know, home renovations or uh, fixer-upper or, you know, uh, power tools, you know, whatever. But, but those would be interest-based hashtags like that. So try spreading them out a little bit. Try seeing you know, um, what kind of mixture gets you the best result. Uh, but, but definitely, I would try, you know, I, I mean, you may find that some are more effective than others, but I would at least start off and try 
some of these different buckets and some of these different categories to see what response you, you can gin up, okay? Okay, another miscellaneous item to cover with you guys uh, revolves around encouraging engagement. And so what I would say here is because you can't do, um, because, you, because you cannot include in the caption a link, you can't put a link there for somebody to click on, what you can do is you can try to get some movement on your post by doing things like asking an open-ended question that maybe somebody's going to answer down in the comments. The more comments you get, the more the Instagram algorithm likes that. Uh, you could do yes-no type polls or, you know, you could do a carousel of, of pictures where you have pictures one, two, three, and four, and you say, hey, which one did you like the best? One, two, three, or four. And then you get, boom, everybody's commenting one, two, three, or four down the line on your post. So you accomplish a few things there. You encourage engagement. You get people interested. You get them thinking. You get them to comment. And you get some traction from the Instagram algorithm that way, okay? So that's, an, that's just one example. I mean, you know, you could put a poll in there. Like I said, you could do an open-ended question, um, you know, something current event related. Hey, guys, what do you think about this thing that happened? You know, something like that, okay? So look for ways to encourage that engagement uh, uh, towards your post. Um, and then the last item that I wanted to cover before we finish up is uh, calls to action. Okay, so, so what you want to do is there's a little more specific than engagement where you're just kind of encouraging people to interact with your post. You, you definitely want to, uh, judiciously of course, use your captions as an opportunity to directly point somebody towards completing some particular action. Like, hey, click the link in my bio. Hey, leave a comment below with blank. Hey, you know, uh, go, go to my profile page and check out, you know, the rest of my posts. I mean, whatever. You guys get the point. Is to encourage, uh, or, or not necessarily encourage. I mean, it's, it's, it's really now you've moved beyond the encouragement phase and you're really trying to get the person to convert off your wording and trying to get them to move to the next step. So this is where you want to be a little bit more forceful and a little bit more direct in saying, hey, you know, uh, when, you know, at the conclusion of the post or wherever it makes sense, hey guys, take this next action. You know, leave your, you know, e you know, DM me your email address and I will send you a free guide. You know, something like that. Like it has a very conversion-oriented feel to it, a very direct kind of feel like that uh, to towards what you want them to do next. Okay? So I think we're going to kind of wrap it up there, guys. I, I mean, trust me, there's more we could talk about with, uh, with Instagram captions. I mean, you could go on and on about all the different little tactics and so forth. Um, you know, spacing them out properly, editing them properly. I mean, you know, this stuff you guys can kind of look up um, and, and, and see for yourself some of the ways that you want to, uh, to play around with them. But I think that kind of covers the gamut for now in terms of, of how you guys, you know, if you're, if you're using Instagram, how you can kind of up your caption game. And if you're not on Instagram, this maybe helps you realize a little bit why, uh, why it's so important to be there, most likely for your business, uh, because there's just so many sort of moving parts here that you can manipulate uh, towards uh, increasing engagement and follower count and, and uh, just interaction with your brand, okay? So uh, one final thought on that is, you know, a lot of people have viewed Instagram as a younger person's platform. Well, I would argue that TikTok has supplanted that title and Instagram's not quite <laughs> the youngest of the young uh, in terms of a platform uh, demographic. What's interesting is the Instagram uh, generation that kind of embraced it in the 2010s, as we move into the 2020s, well, they're getting older and their economic 
buying power is increasing. So I think you really, I, I would argue that if I was sitting here trying to convince a business owner to get on TikTok versus Instagram, it would be much harder for me to, to, to make a blanket justification on TikTok uh, versus Instagram. I think Instagram is becoming more and more um, crucial to the mixture of you know, your omni-channel approach. Uh, it would include Instagram much more likely than, let's say, TikTok. But anyway, guys, I'm going to wrap it up here. Thanks for listening to this uh, episode. And we only have a few more left in the year. It's kind of amazing to think uh, how close we are moving into 2022. But hopefully we've given you guys some things to think about over the last few weeks as you strategize for the new year. Maybe, like I said, you're not doing this stuff now, but you're like, hey, let me, let me embrace Instagram captions in 22 and check it out for my business, things like that. Uh, as always, we encourage you to like, uh, subscribe, share the podcast, uh, friends, family, uh, you know, business partners, whatever. Um, and then, of course, you can always visit us over on our social media pages, very active over on Facebook and LinkedIn. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys there as well. And, of course, you can always visit the Transform uh, website, transform.com. Once again, I'm your host, Christopher Anastasio, signing off. Uh, we'll be back again later this week with episode 21. Until then, guys, you have a great night, and we'll talk soon. Thanks. Bye-bye.